0: Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low-tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation Layers Chart and Summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello, Set Apart Saints. This is David. And yesterday I listened to a video called The Antichrist Is Not Coming Alone on the YouTube channel called Lion of Judah, which has 2.36 million subscribers, which is just amazing. And their videos, if you've ever watched them, and you can look up that video and watch it, but they're extremely high end productions with lots of images and video footage. And the narrator is really well spoken. And, you know, the thought just came across my mind that the contrast. Between their channel and mine is vast. My videos are very low tech, with just text and some images, and I really don't think I'm that good of a narrator. And that guy, if you listen to him, you're like, "Wow, what a great voice!" But the bottom line is, if you're like me, I'll take low-quality videos with the truth of prophecy fulfillment over high-quality productions that give false explanations. And it grays me that YouTube channels like Lion of Judah are misleading so many people because they give the false futuristic explanation. It's no wonder that people can't see the historical fulfillment of prophecy because their minds have been programmed through repetition with the false futuristic explanations. And all we can do is share the truth of prophecy fulfillment which reveals the glory of our beloved Messiah and pray for the spirit to move to open people's eyes in the end times. So in this video, I'm gonna talk about the image of the beast in Revelation 13. To recap, Daniel 2 and Daniel 7 describe four beast kingdoms, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. The fourth kingdom stays in power until Messiah returns. In Revelation, John describes the leaders of the different phases of the Roman beast kingdom. Revelation 12 is about Satan empowering the emperors of Rome to make war with Messiah's saints and they killed millions of saints during 10 persecution periods as they sought to wipe out Messiah's Ecclesia, his church. And the sealed judgments were about the decline of the Roman Empire from bloody civil wars, economic strife, famine, pestilence, and death. The first four trumpet judgments represent army after army being sent to attack the Western Roman Empire, which led to the last Western Roman Emperor being removed from power, in 476 AD during the fourth trumpet judgment. That event was the deadly head wound as the office of the Western Roman emperor was ended. The position ceased to exist. So the head is a leader and it's a deadly head wound, meaning it's not coming back to life. And the healing of the deadly head wound Which is in Revelation 13, occurred early in the narrative of the sea beast phase of the Roman beast kingdom, which is led by the post. So it's declaring that the healing of the deadly head wound occurred before it says that the dragon gave power to the beast in Revelation 13 4, and before he was given 42 months' reign of power, which is declared in Revelation 3 5. John Gill's exposition in the entire Bible says. Whose deadly head wound was healed? Which deadly head wound was given the Roman Empire under its sixth head, the emperors, when they ceased, and was healed by the Pope, being said as the temporal monarch over the ten kingdoms in it. So when the last Western Roman Emperor was removed from power, the kingdom split into ten civil kingdoms. The Pope took control, took his place. People confuse the deadly head wound with what took place in 1798 when the Pope was removed from civil power. So let's clarify the terms. When the Pope was given civil and ecclesiastic authority over the Roman beast kingdom in 538, and they took the title of the emperors, of pontifex maximus, the leader of church and state, the deadly head one was healed. Thomas Coke's commentary on the Holy Bible says, In short, he, the office of the papacy, is the most perfect likeness of the ancient Roman emperors, is as a great a tyrant in the Christian world as they were in the heathen, presides in the same city, usurps the same powers, affects the same titles and requires the same universal homage and adoration the deadly head wound is pointing to an office ending the office of the papacy has not ended so it doesn't apply to the popes the office of the western roman emperors ended in 476 so we see how it applies to them to reinforce that narrative the popes of rome fulfilled bible prophecy as the little horn of daniel 7 who rose to power out of the 10 civil kingdoms of the fallen western roman empire after the Western Roman Emperor was removed from power. So the deadly head wound led to the Pope's taking power. The Pope's of Rome fulfill Bible prophecy as the man of sin, the son of perdition, of Second Thessalonians 2. As they rose to power after the restrainer, the Western Roman Emperor was removed from power. Now Paul couldn't openly declare that it was the Emperor of Rome who would be removed from power as the restrainer, as that would have invited more persecution. So he reminded the Thessalonians of what he had told them in person. The popes were given civil and ecclesiastic authority in 538, and they reigned for 1,260 years, until 1798, when they were removed from power during the fulfillment of the fifth filed judgment, which was on the seat of the beast. The seat is pointing to their civil authority. It was the false prophet, Jesuit superior general, who used Napoleon and his army to remove the Antichrist beast pope from power. He did this for vengeance, as the pope had removed the authority of the Jesuits, but it served to fulfill Bible prophecy. The phrase, which had the wound by a sword and did live in Revelation thirteen fourteen is pointing to the office of the papacy, who was removed from civil power in 1798. They were wounded by the sword, but they didn't die, right? So they were wounded by the sword, but they lived. So removed from civil authority, but the office of the papacy lives on till today. We still see Pope Francis there. So the office never ended. As, he was removed from civil authority. Since then, the false prophet Jesuit superior general, the black pope, has controlled the Roman beast kingdom. The general can't openly rule the Vatican, as many countries know their evil ways and had kicked them out. So the black pope uses the white pope as the spokesman to carry out his agenda. And that brings us to the narrative of the image of the beast being created by the false prophet Jesuit superior general. The general in Rome controls the Roman beast kingdom in the end times, but people know again their evil ways. So they have to rule by deceit, and this is part of that. There seems to be two applications actually to the fulfillment of the image of the beast, both applying to the Antichrist Beast Popes. This reference in Revelation thirteen fourteen to fifteen is pointing to something that the false prophet, Jesuit Superior General, did, not the Antichrist Beast Pope. Revelation thirteen fourteen to fifteen says And deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by the sword, and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak, and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. The word image is Strong's word 1504, which means a likeness, statue, profile representation semblance or image the beast the popes of rome had civil and ecclesiastic authority over the roman beast kingdom for 1260 years until 1798 when they lost their civil power during the 19th century they lost more authority over people as the protestants were proclaiming the gospel during worldwide missions and bible societies spread the little book of revelation 10 the printed bible around the world Though the black pope controls the Vatican, he can't rule openly, as people know his evil deeds, so he needed to prop the white pope back up the power. A likeness, an image, is something that makes it appear that the popes have civil authority again, so that people revere and obey them again. In 1929, the Society of Jesus got Benito Mussolini to sign a concord at the Lateran Treaty in Rome on behalf of King Victor Emmanuel III. It established Vatican City as a sovereign state and guaranteed full and independent sovereignty to the Holy See. So it's creating the city-state corporation of Vatican City, which is its own country, which is not accountable to anyone. Pope Pius XI reigned from 1922 to 1939, and he had this coin made, which in English means, returning the Italian face of Christ. So the face of Christ, they, they call themselves the Vicar of Christ, and they reigned for 1260 years. And so here's this coin, at the establishment of the Lateran Treaty, the city-state corporation of Vatican City, saying we're returning the Italian face of Christ. So we're basically giving an image of his power again. So it's pointing to the image of the Italian Christ, the Pope, the vicar of Christ, returning to power, so the image of the beast was established. On the back is the blasphemous Eucharist ceremony golden cup of abominations. In the background are the two main temples of the Popes, the Lateran Basilica and St. Peter's Basilica. Notice that it has an IHS Jesuit son, showing the authority of the Jesuit Superior General as the leader, the son. Here's a 1929 coin from Pope Pius XI that says, State of Vatican City, who is Semiramis of the Babylonian mystery religion, and her son Tammuz, right on the coin, and it says, State of Vatican City. So the city-state corporation of Vatican City, with the Antichrist Beast Pope as the spokesman, is the image of the beast as the Pope appears to be the leader of Rome's church and state, but it's just an image as the black pope controls the Vatican. Since the Lateran Treaty of 1929, Vatican coins have said, "Citta del Vaticano, which means Vatican City. Best as I can tell, that phrase was never used beforehand, which points to the significance of this event in 1929, as the Pope now had the image of being a civil leader again. The Jesuit Superior General props up the Antichrist Beast Pope as the world leader to use him and the Vatican to gather the world under their power. Only this time, they're pretending to be nice. Because when the popes were in power during the 1260-year reign, they were not nice. During the Dark Ages and the Inquisition, they were killing millions and millions of saints. John Gill's exposition of the entire Bible says, To worship the first beast, to be subject to the temporal power of the papacy, or to submit to the pope as a temporal lord, to give homage or tribute to him and the like, in order to support his worldly power and grandeur. Remember that in the 12th and 15th centuries, the popes were at their height of power, and they controlled kings and princes, and they controlled Christendom. That approach worked in the dark ages, but it won't work now. Today, the popes are playing nice and saying things to draw all people unto them. Pope John the Twenty-Third led the Second Vatican Council in St. Peter's Basilica at the Vatican in September of 1962. A total of 2,540 cardinals, patriarchs, archbishops, and bishops from around the world attended the opening session. They used to teach that the Catholic Church is the one true church and that everyone outside of it was a heretic who they condemned to be killed. But now they're teaching ecumenism to draw people of all faiths unto them. They issued a decree that said that ecumenism should be everyone's concern and that genuine ecumenism Involves a continual personal and institutional renewal. they used to condemn people of other religions as heretics, but now they're teaching against religious discrimination. They issued the Declaration on the relationship of the Church to non-Christian religions. It said the Catholic Church rejects nothing that is true and holy in non-Christian religions. They call for an end to anti-Semitism and said any discrimination based on race, color, religion, or condition of life is foreign to the mind of Christ. They used to proclaim that if you disagreed with their doctrine, that you were a heretic and deserved to be burned without pity. But now they're saying that people have the freedom to act according to their beliefs. They issued the Declaration on Religious Freedom. It said that religious liberty is a right found in the dignity of each person and that no one should be forced to act in a way contrary to his or her own beliefs. They used to force people to accept their religion by the pain of torture. But now they say that missionaries should not force anyone to accept their faith. They issued the decree on the church's missionary activity. It said missionary activity should help the social and economic welfare of people and not force anyone to accept the faith. Now why would they do this? Because the antichrist peace pope isn't going to be able to demand that everyone bow down to his authority out of fear like they used to. Instead, they're going to appeal to all Christian denominations and all religions and even atheists to join with them in the name of love and unity. They've changed their language to acceptance of all people instead of saying convert to Romanism or die. Pope Francis made a video in 2016 that featured religious leaders from Judaism, Catholicism, Islam, and Buddhism, all proclaiming that they believe in the same God. Look at how many Christian leaders have joined with the Pope in the name of love and unity. They gather with the Pope at conferences and recognize his authority. Churches like Hillsong have held the Roman Catholic Mass. They promote the one-world religion at their ecumenical Alpha Conferences. Founder Brian Houston has said that Allah of Islam and the God of the Bible are the same. Joel Osteen thinks the Pope is fantastic. Kanye West now proclaims to be a Christian and has already demonized people who point to Catholicism's false salvation message. Kenneth Copeland has a line with the Pope. Tony Palmer, an evangelical Anglican bishop, proclaimed at the Copeland event that the protest against Rome is over. This all paves the way for their one-world government when, after a religious-based World War III between Muslim countries and Israel, people will cry out for an end to religious division and wars, and the Antichrist peace pope will be used to unite the world, drawing it under his power. Just keep in mind that papal bulls and statements are permanent declarations until the Roman Catholic Church rescinds them, and none of the blasphemous statements by popes that condemned heretics have been rescinded. So now we see how the image of the beast, the image of the Antichrist beast popes having civil authority in the world, has been fulfilled with the Lateran Treaty of 1929 and the creation of the city state corporation of Vatican City. In my Takeover of America video, I show how the seventh bull is pointing to the false prophet, Jesuit superior general, and Antichrist beast pope controlling the world via three city state corporations. So the great city is split into three parts, three city-state corporations, the city of London, which controls the financial and trade organizations of the world, Vatican City, which controls the religious and political leaders of the world, and Washington DC, which controls the intelligence agencies and military powers. The Antichrist beast pope and false prophet, Jesuit superior general are the two horns of the earth beast of Revelation 13. The two leaders who pretend to be priests of Messiah, like a lamb, but really serves Satan, the dragon, in making war against messiah and the saints. It is the false prophet, Jesuit superior general, who caused the image of the beast, the city-state corporation of Vatican City, to be created, to give the image that the Pope has civil authority again. The USA did not fulfill this prophecy, as it's not the earth beast of Revelation 13. There's a secondary reference to the image of the beast, which spans for a longer period of time. I don't believe that it's the fulfillment of Revelation 13-14, but it's something significant to consider. The references to the image of the beast in Revelation 14:9, 15:2, and 16:2 seem to point to the following explanation: the Antichrist beast, popes, removed the second commandment from the Ten Commandments, which says, "Thou shalt not make graven images nor bow to them." So it's all about an image, and we know that they bow down to a statue of Mary. Revelation 13:18 says that 666 is the number of a man. The pope's title of Vicar of Christ which in Latin is Vicarious fili Dei, equates numerically to the number 666 in Latin. But the narrative gets more wicked as the Pope's crucifix is the evil image of 666 of the Antichrist beast Pope. And that is an image that is in every Catholic church and home. The New Testament was written in Greek, so we have to look at the Greek representation of 600, three score and six. The Strong's Greek dictionary words are chi, zai, stigma. Chai has a numerical value of six hundred and it's an abbreviation for Christ. Xi has a numerical value of 60 and it's an abbreviation for Zulon, a beam from which anyone is suspended, a cross. Stigma is a ligature of the Greek letters sigma and tau. Stigma has a numerical value of six and it means a hole, a mark, pierced with a pointed instrument on the hands. So the plural of stigmata is pointing to the nails that affix Messiah to the cross. So it's describing the crucifix of the Antichrist Beast Pope. So we got Christ, we got the beam, and we got the nails that fix them to the cross. 666 Chi Xi Sigma points to the crucifix of the Antichrist Beast Pope and their harlot church, but it has a more sinister meaning. We celebrate the Messiah died on the cross and then rose again. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. The Pope keeps him on the cross, which openly curses and mocks him. They remove the second commandment about making graven images and bowing to them, and they split the tenth commandment into two. The sixth sixth crucifix is displayed in Catholic churches worldwide, where they carry out their Babylonian mystery religion during the blasphemous Eucharist ceremony, in front of a crucifix that mocks our Messiah. Do you see the sheer wickedness of that? So that seems to be an image of the beast, which keeps Messiah on the cross to mock him, per Galatians 3.13. Recall that the word image in Strong's means a likeness, a statue, a profile, representation, a resemblance. The crucifix started to be used around the time of Roman Emperor Constantine in the creation of Romanism. Then it was used more widely in the sixth century when the Antichrist peace popes were given civil and ecclesiastic authority. Since then, Catholics have revered, worshiped the image of the crucifix. The Roman rite requires that either on the altar or near it, there is to be a cross with the figure of Christ crucified upon it, a cross clearly visible to the assembled people. It is desirable that such a cross should remain near the altar, even outside of liturgical celebrations. So as to call to mind for the faithful, the saving passion of our Lord. So that's what they say about it, but we understand the real meaning of what it means to have Christ still on the cross. So we see two applications of the fulfillment of the image of the beast, both applying to the antichrist beast popes. The bottom line is to not revere him or his wicked crucifix, but I want to present another perspective of the image of the beast. As people proclaim that the USA is the earth beast of Revelation 13, I believe that the image of the beast is the city-state corporation of Vatican City, but it's interesting that the city-state corporation of the District of Columbia also seems to fulfill a role. When you compare the District of Columbia with that of the Vatican, you see that it seems to be an image of Rome, the home of the Antichrist peace Pope. In my The Secret Destiny of the USA video, I show how the Jesuit Carroll family was instrumental in establishing the Declaration of Independence and setting up the capital. The land where the District of Columbia is located used to be owned by a man named Francis Pope. It's located between Virginia and Maryland, so Virgin Maryland. The capitol is named after Capitoline Hill in Rome. The architecture of the buildings in Washington DC is Roman. The capitol building looks a lot like the Roman pantheon, with the marble columns and the dome on which pagan gods are depicted. There are Roman fasces symbols on top of the capitol building and in the U.S. House of Representatives. The world's largest obelisk was erected under the guise of the Washington Monument, which matches Vatican City's Egyptian obelisk in St. Peter's Square. The city-state corporation of the District of Columbia was created in 1871. The U.S. was created to push the world into the one world government, which is declared on the Great Seal, which is on the $1 bill. Now let's apply the role of D.C. to Revelation 13.15. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should boast and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. So let's apply the image of the beast to Rome's District of Columbia to see how it aligns with the verse. The goddess of war is on the US Capitol, and that's been the role of DC to make war with countries who have not bowed down to the authority of the Jesuit superior general in Rome. Countries whose leader doesn't serve Rome and who don't have a Jesuit Rothschild Central Bank have been systematically attacked by DC. For the Jesuit superior general to control the world, he needs to control the money supply and resources of every country. US presidents speak false narratives to engage DC in endless wars, so it causes the leaders of countries who do not serve Rome's agenda to be killed. D.C. presidents used false narratives to engage the USA in World War I with the sinking of the Lusitania, World War II with Pearl Harbor, the Korean War, and the Vietnam War. They did this to take control of countries and to reset the power structure of the world. The attack on Pearl Harbor was allowed to happen to justify military action. It's ignorant to think that the military didn't know that Japanese planes were flying to Hawaii, especially after D.C. applied intense financial sanctions on Japan. 9-11 was a contrived attack to create an emotional response to justify attacking countries that had nothing to do with the attack, Iraq and Afghanistan. Here's a painting of President George Bush Jr. playing with two airplanes, which supposedly knocked down the Twin Towers. It was found at the house of Jeffrey Epstein. This picture tells you all you need to know. Bush was complicit in that crime. Bush Jr. used the military to steal the gold and oil of Iraq and bring opium production in Afghanistan to an all time high which led to the opioid crisis. They're stealing the trillion dollar reserve of rare earth minerals in Afghanistan. Iraq and Afghanistan now have puppet leaders who serve the agenda of Rome and they have a Jesuit Rothschild central bank. The CIA controls. Funds and arms front organizations like ISIS and Al-Qaeda to use them to kill enemies and to create justification for military actions in countries where they have no right to drop tens of thousands of bombs every year, many times killing innocent people. Americans just shrug it off saying that we're protecting our freedom when the truth is much more sinister. D.C. presidents demonize the leaders of other countries to justify attacking them. But the real enemy of the world is located in Rome and D.C. And now Biden gave the Taliban billions of dollars worth of military equipment and weapons to wage ground wars in that country. Just like Obama allowed ISIS to supposedly capture billions of dollars of weapons. D.C. caused Muammar Qaddafi to be killed. What was his crime? He funded the Libyan government and supported the people with money from oil sales. He backed the money supply with gold and wouldn't bow down to the authority of the Jesuit superior general. He built a trillion dollar water system to supply fresh water to Africa. Under the guise of him being a bad guy, they had him killed. And now the country is in disarray where people are sold as slaves on the street. And they have a Rothschild Central Bank and a puppet leader who serves the agenda of Rome. Syria and Iran are two countries who don't have a Jesuit Rothschild Central Bank and they're being demonized by D.C. and the media. President Obama gave Iran billions of dollars in cash to help them fund their nuclear program so that Israel and D.C. can justify attacking them, which may lead to World War III. D.C. inserted ISIS into Syria to create a civil war under the guise of President Bashar supposedly gassing his own people. This is the same narrative that they used to justify killing Saddam Hussein in Iraq, who supposedly had weapons of mass destruction, but no weapons were ever found, and Americans just shrug it off. D.C. is an evil entity of Rome which is carrying out the Jesuit Superior General's agenda to push the world into their one world government. When you see that all presidents serve the agenda of Rome, you don't get lost in the puppet show of politics. They alternate between right and left, a good guy in Trump and a bad guy in Biden. But it's all theater. All the world is a stage and all roads lead to Rome. DC seems like an image of the beast because it's part of the great city of the Roman control system which is controlled by the Jesuit superior general in Rome. The USA is not the earth beast of Revelation 13 though it's used by the general in Rome to play a major role. In the next video I'll talk about the drying up of the Euphrates River which prepared the way for the kings of the east which we read about in the sixth file judgment. Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book, which explains it in detail, at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.